The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, the personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Have you been able to get to the bottom of something that I know is annoying people enormously? The fact that domestic electricity prices in Ireland are the highest in Europe. Well, Matt, yeah, it's, it's extraordinary, isn't it? We're paying way over the odds, it seems, for electricity in this country, which is nearly 50 cent a kilowatt hour in this country, compared with an average across the European Union of 28 cents, so nearly half the, the price in the European Union. We're playing double nearly. And um, if you look at, I, I found this report, the Household Energy Price Index, it was compiled by the the Austrian and the Hungarian energy regulators, and they looked at electricity prices across 20, 33 different countries across Europe in the first half of last year and found that Ireland sits at the very top of that pile uh, for the most expensive. You, you're asking why, Matt? Well, there's a number of reasons. It's, um, you know, we import, we're an island nation, so we import a lot of fuel here. We're heavily dependent, dependent on fossil fuel, particularly gas, even though we have supplies coming from Corrib. We don't have nuclear, for example, in this country, which, you know, once you build those plants, they're relatively, you know, relatively uh, cheap to run. We don't have coal. We have a dispersed population and we don't switch enough. So, you know, we even though we have an awful lot of suppliers in the market, we don't move around enough. So they don't feel compelled to get to offer decent rates. And anyway, you know, since the energy crisis and the invasion of Ukraine by the Russians, the, 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 the discounts for switching have largely been withdrawn, been withdrawn. So people are kind of throwing their arms up in the air and going, oh, why bother switching? I'll just stick with my supplier which makes it easy for these guys. You know, they, they've they put up um, electricity prices repeatedly in the last two years, double-digit price hikes, sometimes 35 40% at a time. Uh, we're now paying, you know, double what we used to pay. It's nearly €2,000 a year for electricity. And, uh, you know, there's no move to cut the prices okay, at the moment. two things that immediately jump out. What about all the wind energy we have? Yes, we don't have nuclear. Yes, we have to pay to import oil and gas. But there's been significant investment made in wind energy. A lot of boasts about the time, how much of our energy is produced by wind. So should that not bring the prices down? It should do. Um, but, you know, a lot of the contracts that they got were meant that they're supplying electricity from wind. Once they build these things, it's very cheap to operate them. But they're getting a price which reflects the price of gas, which, as we know, wholesale gas prices have gone through the roof. Now, they've come down in the last while, but the, the, a gas is dictating the price. So the, across Europe, they've been trying to change the model where gas doesn't dictate the price. But sorry, so, hold on. Why does it have to be dictating the price? Surely the price of wind energy should reflect the cost of producing it. And that maybe should be bringing down the price of other things or at least bringing down the blended cost of your electricity because even if what you get from gas and if you get from oil is expensive, then the cheaper wind energy should bring down the overall price. It should do. That's the theory, but it's not happening, Matt. Unfortunately, you know, we have a, at times, we've a you know, third maybe of the, of the what's going into the grid is coming from wind. Uh, but, you know, wind on, on shore is, is unreliable. We need not a lot more offshore, but there are delays in putting that together, planning delays in particular. But the way the market is set up needs to be examined. I mean, the whole market structure is wrong. We deregulated in this country. Uh, before we deregulated, we had some of the cheapest electricity in Europe. We now have some of the, we have the dearest. So something is wrong about how the market is set up. And it's extraordinary that we've gone through nearly two years of an energy crisis and there's been no examination. 
it, What's the, the market. We need a root and branch uh, uh, review of this market and, and changes made. What, it's all set up in the wrong way. What is the regulator doing? Because I know the regulator has come on previously and said that it's not responsible for fixing prices or even for allowing applications for price increases or whatever. Mm. So... What does the regulator do? The, the people get very confused about that. They think, you know, what's the, I'm asked this a number of times on, on, on Twitter every single day. What's the regulator doing? You're absolutely right, Matt. The regulator has been given no role. That's not their fault. They have no role in, in, in price setting for end users. Now, they're involved in wholesale markets and setting conditions and prices and trying to oversee the likes of billing and service levels and things like that. All sorts of complicated stuff in the background. But... You know, I, I think it's extraordinary that we've had, uh, as I say, two years of a crisis and we haven't changed how the regulator works, how the market is structured. It, it's well overdue, a major overhaul. We, um, you know, we're trying to build more power stations. There's question marks about the bidding processes that went into this. The dominance still of ESB Electric Ireland in the market is still an issue. Yeah, but if that's state-owned... Could it not reduce its prices and force its competitors to drop with it? Yeah, a lot of people are asking that because it makes bumper profits, but it's not allowed to cross-subsidise. So, in other words, it's making losses on the residential side and it's not allowed to offset some of the massive profits it's making on the generation side and give those over to the uh, side that supplies the electricity. So, look, at the whole market is a mess. It's not working for consumers. There's no recognition of this. It's extraordinary that the the, uh, the government and, and Eamon Ryan, the Minister for um, Energy in particular, has and recognise this and try to change it. Uh, it, it, it you know, the, the, there's windfall gains being made by by some producers here, particularly the uh, the, the coal and the wind, wind wind generators. And you know, people are being absolutely pummeled here. We need a massive overhaul of this market. And the supports provided by government, how do they compare with what's on offer in the rest of the European Union? You know, the sort of the two hundred euro three times a year that we're getting for electricity bills. Yeah, which you know, some people are still waiting for the latest one to go through the two hundred euro. We've got a number of those. Um, you know, the, this report that I found looked at that as well and found that we, our, our supports weren't particularly generous. We got about a thousand euros per capita since September twenty twenty one. A thousand euros. That pales by significance to, say, Germany, where they got 3,000, nearly 3,200 euros. So more than three times more in Germany. In you know, take a country like Luxembourg, they got 3,700 euros. So, you know, the government has constantly told us they've been very generous and given us a lot of credits. But that really hasn't been anything like what's been given in other European countries. Okay, now just move on to other things. And... You're suggesting we might have three more interest rate increases. That's the that's what's that's what's coming out now, Matt. You know, and this is a change around from where we were. The expectation was that um, we'd have another rate increase early next month. Uh, t- tomorrow week, the European Central Bank is due to meet again. Expected to have a, another rate increase will be the seventh. Uh, that's expected to be point two uh, five percentage points. There's now kind of heavy heavy hints coming from the European Central Bank that we're due to get another two more after that. The you know, senior European Central Bank people have been coming out in the past few days, five of them in the last few days, at pains to point out that the market has it all wrong. The money markets were predicting maybe one more rate increase. People like um, Philip Lane, the chief economist of European Central Bank and Irishman, Isabel Snabel, uh, she's the executive board member of the ECB and the president of the, uh, the, uh, the, the Belgian uh, Central Bank, Pierre these people have been at pains to say, look, the market has this wrong. We, we have to keep putting up rates because core inflation remains a problem, is what they're saying. 
So, you know, they're saying that there's an underestimation of where, where European Central Bank rates will go. So they're at three and a half percent. That's the key one at the moment, which determines um, bank mortgage rates and particularly trackers. That could go to four and a half percent by July. So three more rate rises. But no good news here, Matt, unfortunately. OK, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.